Welcome, welcome, welcome to week eight of the Best Lineup Gap Podcast. My name is Nick Miller. I'm back with my co-host Ryan Brill. Howdy. And we have live and not in studio. In a, a studio. You you can't just interrupt <laughs> me as I'm in, as I'm introducing you. A legend, a legend of the Bet Sweater Forget universe. You know him from ranking the seven deadly sins. You know him from his drunk ramblings that you can barely hear, and we have to cut out half of it when he's walking from a party giving us his bets <laughs> in twenty twenty, ignoring COVID lockdown rules. Harrison Pointer. Oh. How are you feeling? I'm feeling amazing. And thank you for that wonderful intro. That was one of the best things you've ever said to me. I'm feeling really good. I'm in a new house right now. Uh, feeling productive. And yeah, just overall, life is good. Life is good. Completely think- sober this podcast also. Okay. Okay. Do you think that'll so, help you or hurt you? It might hurt. Um, it should help with my bets. It might, it might hurt the entertainment value a little bit, but we'll see. Okay, we're all serious on this podcast, right, Ryan? Super serious show. Because I heard that you guys got uh, three minus 50s last week, and I didn't want that to happen to me. So, For the first time in show history, both Nick, Ryan, and the guests all got negative 50. How does that feel? It feels horrible. It was a bullshit week last week. Seven games had more than 70% of tickets on one side. And every single one of those games lost. It was a casino week. It was a bullshit week. Um, I mean, you think this, this, was in? this is why it's bet, sweat, and forget. You know, you have to forget your past failings and just walk, step up to the plate again. You cannot carry those losses with you. You must, you must come in with a clear head, clear eyes, clear heart, whatever they say, and you can't lose, right? You can't be like the Phillies. Clear eyes. Yeah. Just because Craig Kimbrell fucks you twice doesn't mean you give up on the series. No, you just walk up and you expose your asshole for Craig Kimball once again. God, this <laughs> has me just so crude on this podcast. It's Harrison's fault. It's Harrison, even though you're <laughs> the one talking. <laughs> it's just my presence. It's yeah. better that you guys all went minus 50, I think, than like, you know, you guys are in it together at least and in, in your failure and misery as opposed to sticking out like a sore thumb i think that's a does that give you any sense of solace that you guys sort of did it together no because no i like, going minus 50 should be like time for me i'm competing against ryan yeah that it should be a happy week when nick gets negative 50 but instead it's just a neutral week <laughs> could have been a bad week yeah i'll tell you True. one of those games that went minus that more than 70 percent of the public had uh was the Raiders going into Chicago and against a backup division two QB who started his last game. The last game he started was against the Colorado school of mines <laughs> playing for two shepherd. Wait, school of mines mines. Like it's like a mining school, like for miners. I thought it was a mining school. That would have been, would have been funny, but I don't know. Okay. It's the Colorado school of memes. They just oh. show each other funny pictures yeah. on that. Colorado School of Mind, they actually can't play football because football is a contact sport. Yes. And they they try they try their their O line tries to just like put their arms out and block yeah. <laughs> up the They're... wall. But I don't think that works on a football field. 
the other team did not honor the the improv which was yeah. uh, which was a big problem yeah, yeah. Mm. um but oh, i think the bears uh the bears might have found one bears might have found the hero wait so I, justin fields is out this new guy is is in for you well i'll tell you this i have not seen confidence like i saw on that field he was first game just coming out he got the ball out quick he was kind of he, he did a lot of checking down but he made smart plays good footwork no neg- he got sacked only one time no interceptions no turnover worthy plays and that is the kind of play that we have come to not expect in chicago so it was a pleasant surprise because justin fields tries to play hero ball yeah. Um, the trend, that trend of uh, backup QBs uh, stepping in and, and winning continued or has shown itself in a few areas. Uh, one, the New York Giants won last week with a backup quarterback, Tyrod Taylor. Uh, and I think, I don't know, I, I feel like you got to sort of give him the starting job at this point. Two weeks ago, he lost by four. This week, he wins. He looks like he can make almost any throw on the field. I I don't know. There, there's just something about these backups right now that's that's really, really well, interesting. Do you know well, Tyrod Taylor's career record as a starter? No. It's it's something like 29 and 29. He's, he's, that's he's probably better than Daniel Jones' record as a starter. Oh, way better. <laughs> Tyrod Taylor is decent. He's fine. The only problem is there's I don't want I don't want to you and I are not the same Harrison what do you mean Justin Fields is a rookie I mean not a rookie he's on his rookie contract oh yeah <laughs> Daniel Jones you guys have paid him 40 something million dollars 80 something million for two years yeah but and New York's a big market so that's like 20 million for other teams it's not Chicago's baseball. a big market too <laughs> also uh, yeah fine you can still just cut Dana Jones like the Rams got rid of Jared Goff. You can give up some picks and just dump it, but I think there's one team out there that will believe in Daniel Jones and we might be able to get a trade for. I mean, both Daniel Jones and Justin Fields are gonna be on the market. So I, I would take Daniel I would take Justin Fields over Daniel Jones, especially on that contract. Contract, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but Daniel Jones is a gym rat. What? He's... He's a he's a gym rat. He's a he's a between the ears kind of guy. He's a he's a smart. <laughs> One of these things. This is just fluff. This is just. You know who is a, You know who's also a gym rat is okay. our new our Tyson ba- Tyson Bajan. He said that uh, he was asked in an interview, "What would you have done if what 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 was your plan if football didn't work out?" He said. He was going to crossfit his life away and be a PE teacher at his old high school. And I thought that was beautiful. He's a he's a worker. Dude. Like a literal gym rat. Yeah. He was he's into CrossFit. His dad is a world champion arm wrestler. And there's there are a few interviews, few clips on Twitter. If you just search it up, this guy's like a psycho. Like he's actually just he he treats arm wrestling like it's the biggest sport in the world and he's like i'm the best i'm a beast no one can stop me his nickname is literally beast he that's what he calls himself and he's not mr beast he's got no pronoun the beast beast is his pronoun 
Yeah. And put that in your email signature. Find the beast. Ryan Brill, (laughs) doctoral student, beast. (laughs) And uh, I mean, that's where Bajan gets his confidence from. That's why you can go in, you know, against Max Crosby, stare him down, just completely passes over the middle. Because arm wrestling is all about dominating your opponent. You're looking at another man in the eyes across the table and you're just, it's your job to overpower him. There's not many sports like that. Um, I got, I got pretty big into arm wrestling at one point, not like doing it, just watching YouTube videos. Um, But yeah, it's really intense. Also slap uh, the slapping. I don't know if you guys have seen that one. Slapping. That's gross. Even, (laughs) even, even cheek slapping. A man's got to have a line, right? I draw the line at slap boxing. If you watch some of those videos, it's That's literally line. just lining up. I mean, like, I'll watch, like, I like the USC, but this is just like literally lining up to get concussed. Like, you watch some of these guys, they just line up, present their face, they get slapped, they fall over, and they're like fucking twitching. And fucking... Don't knock it till you try it, bro. But I will never. Try. You might be really good at it. You got you got meaty paws. You've you got big cheeks, bro. You got big cheeks and meaty paws, bro. I think you could, yeah. you could do something. I think you could be a beast. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I, I just want to say something to Cole. Who, Cole, if you're listening to this, first of all, not only you you made two parlays last week, and not only did you lose both parlays, but you also lost every single individual bet within each of those parlays. Now this is not just me trying to be a dick. I mean, this is. I I also lost all my individual bets, so I also am, am shut. Right? I'm just trying to say that no more. I, I think parlays are sea of red, and uh, my advice is to stay away from that, the parlays. I wasn't gonna make a parlay, but I had to for our long running segment pointers parlay of the week. Uh, <laughs> So I uh, might as well. Might as well. Yeah. If you, got if you can name back. the segment, you can do yeah. whatever you want. That's right. fine. <laughs> There's also Harry's hot pick, but uh, we'll get to that later. I'm excited. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> There's still a bunch of other interesting games to talk about. I want to talk about Brock Purdy. Fraudulent. Tell me your thoughts. He's fraudulent. Terrible. Wow. Mr. Irrelevant, right? That's what he looked like. <laughs> I, I think. <laughs> yeah. Brock Purdy is he's a bit of, he's a confidence man and he's a uh he's a, he's he's a he just does what Shanahan says but then when 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 a defense can present itself present him challenges something he's not used to something he's not ready for rattle him a little bit it all goes down the toilet and and then you see the guy for the seventh round pick out of Iowa State. Why did it take twelve games for him to get here and against the Vikings? Not even a great team. Because Flores. Because Brian Flores runs a fucking wild defense where they're either blitzing or they're showing blitz and dropping eight guys into coverage. It's not like you're just random, like normal run-of-the-mill cover two shell where, I mean, Kyle Shanahan needs that shit for breakfast. You have to be mm-hmm. able to, to mix it up to surprise him. And, I mean, it probably didn't help that Debo was out, but, you know, Caffrey still played well and Kittle and Ayuk was still there. Then how do you explain the Browns game? I mean, Jim Schwartz also Jim Schwartz also ran press corners, and like and disrupted the timing, and they have the best 
uh, defensive line in the league. So they got pressure. Which is why Gardner Minshew torched them for 31 points. I don't know. I just, that I don't I understand this. That I, can, thing, that I cannot explain. One thing I saw in that game, the 49ers game, um, even though McCaffrey ended up with a big game, he struggled for a lot of it. It wasn't, they were sort of stacking the box. He wasn't getting like that much yards and he broke off a few, he broke off, he had a like short touchdown run and then he broke one off at the end. Um, But it seems like they were able to take McCaffrey, even though like, this is going to sound ridiculous. They were sort of able to limit McCaffrey in a way where the 49ers were like having to just go into, they like couldn't use the run to just get like five yards every single time. And Brock pretty was, four throw and getting downs where like everyone knew he was passing it wasn't that element of surprise that makes the 49ers so good mm-hmm. like what are they going to do like is it going to be an end around is it going to be a this or that um but yeah that just that game if you take away McCaffrey the the 49ers are a normal team and that's why they're not winning the Super Bowl that's it yeah in mm-hmm. my home uh-huh. No, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. I still think that all I mean, all these te- the the Eagles are so irritating to me. So I think I mean I, I just I just see a rematch on our horizon. It's gonna be Eagles, Chiefs again, I think. Which um, conference is more likely to have a new team? The AFC. AFC. Because uh there's because there's just so many better quarterbacks in the AFC and somebody can get hot. The I mean, they still don't have receivers in uh in Kansas City. So, you know, you could take a right Kelsey. Maybe Kelsey Kelsey's been banged up all year. Um so you can I mean Lamar can get hot. Josh Allen can get hot. Burrow can get hot. It's and it only takes 60 minutes and then it's over, right? But against the E but but Brock Purdy is not going to get hot, right? It's going to be it's going to have to be scheme that beats the Eagles, right? With the Niners. And then I mean, I maybe would have said the Cowboys, but you know they lost their number one corner, and there's just and Mike McCarthy. Dak sucks. sucks. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I I I just see the Eagles. It's first and nine for them every time because they can get the last yard no matter what. It's no other team has first and nine. So that's, no, that's a hundred percent true, but that's. Why I would no, the Eagles are really good, obviously, but I, I still think the 49ers, I don't think they're gonna win the Super Bowl, but they're a threat maybe to make it. To no. me, the Chiefs are far and away the best team in the league, and it's really not that close, which is why I say it's less likely the AFC like the AFC overall is better than the NFC, but the Chiefs, the way their defense has looked, you know their offense is gonna like I mean it clicked last week. But you know that when they need it, they're going to get it. They've just proven it way too many times for me to doubt them. I mean, watching that game, though, watching that last drive, like, Hurts had a bad game. But watching that last drive where it's just run the ball, run the ball, Hurts scramble, little check down, and then we're just every fourth and one we get with the tush push. And then, oh, A.J. Brown on a deep post, and we're there. It's like it's so easy for them. It just looks so easy. It's it does, but it's messy. It's not the well-oiled machine of last year. Hertz is throwing picks. It feels like if one of those AJ Brown deep balls just disappears, then they're completely fucked. And I don't know. It, it feels uh, what's the word? 
like it could fall apart. Brittle. Fragile. Brittle. Fragile. Fragile, yes. All right, Harrison, pick one AFC team that could slay the Chiefs. One AFC team that could slay the Chiefs. Oh, uh, shoot. That's tough. I would I would almost uh, – the Bengals have looked so whatever, so it's hard for me to say them. Um, give me some teams. Give me, give me like give me the teams. okay. It's either the... it'll be the Ravens. The Ravens have the best Ravens. chance. They've got a yeah. new offense, so it's not Greg Roman uh, putting them on training wheels anymore. Lamar is a bit inconsistent, you know, but when he's on, he's up there with Mahomes. When he's on, and he's giving you, he's and he's really hard to guard, and they have a functional, um receiving core for once it's not great but it's functional and they have top five defense so that's fair i th- I feel like the ravens are almost like uh like the clippers or something to me it's just like you think you're gonna get there and then they never do and uh i i think they could this year for sure it's just uh we'll see how lamar plays in the playoffs he's usually boxed up which is which is tough yeah. Also, we have to pray that he stays healthy because I feel like he's been hurt. He struggles with injuries. Yeah, Chiefs don't want to win that way. True. I'm officially <laughs> a Ravens fan this season. So okay. I'm on. Let's go. That? Let's ride. I mean, I've always liked Lamar, but yeah, they've got the new OC. He's got better receivers and this whole contract dispute. And he kept quiet. I don't know. He, I'm a fan. No. Like, how could no other team fucking pick this guy up? I think I think they were just expecting uh I think they were just expecting the Ravens to match anything. So, so they sort of I don't I but still, but still you would make an offer. I, I would I, make an offer. The only way I can explain it is sort of like you you sort of thought that if you the more the restricted free agency draws out, the more like the worse it gets the relationship between the Ravens and Lamar. And that's the best way to hurt the Ravens is not to make an offer. So, mm. and and there were, and people teams are probably worried about injuries to be honest. And probably, my guess is that uh, my guess is that even though we've seen these mobile quarterbacks work for the longest time. We still sometimes occasionally haven't seen like we, we still haven't seen him one win a Super Bowl. Like we still haven't one reach the highest, highest, highest level. Yeah, but would you rather have Desmond Ritter or Lamar Jackson? <clears throat> I mean, I'm just I'm just trying to get in the team's minds. Obviously, you'd rather have Lamar. The the Falcons should have made an offer. Yeah. I feel yeah, no, I definitely feel there's a lot of teams that could have used Lamar. Uh Obviously, Giants paying Daniel Jones forty million—that's like you could pay Lamar that, uh, maybe a little more. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't really understand that. I heard some people say it was a, a huge conspiracy, like sort of the NFL, uh, sticking it to him or something. I don't know, but I, yeah, I don't, I can't think of a real explanation because yes, we haven't seen one win at the highest level, but like he's still a top five quarterback no matter what put him put him yeah. on a good put him on the 49ers or uh, and that's three super bowls so that's three super bowls yeah. easy yeah <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, and it just because most of the Super Bowls go to Tom Brady and Mahomes, I mean, then so, so should you wait until your team gets a Patrick Mahomes? No, because you can't just find Patrick Mahomes in the fucking yeah. wilderness. Like Lamar is not Patrick Mahomes, but he's like, you know, two two levels, three levels below that. You could easily win a Super Bowl with him. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, in a lot of situations. Big yes, Lamar. sir. Okay, so Nick just stepped out for a sec because his dog broke a glass. Yes, oh. on the table. And and Nick is basically the, uh, he's sort of like, he's the worker of his house. So whenever something goes wrong, he's he's got to go fix it. Uh, well, I don't know if everyone knows Nick's living situation right now. Nick's the dog of the house. It's the dog uh, of the house, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he he uh he wears a collar. Yeah, his owners tell him to fetch. He fetches. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a sad life. He uh <laughs> he looks forward to the podcast every week. It's his only escape. Uh, this is like the dog park for him. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you do you want to keep trying to talk some football or how how you feeling? Or we could talk about general life on next out here. Life. Okay, we can talk about life. You have a, um, a, hmm. a new song coming out, right? A new song. Yes. Uh, yes. Tell me more. <laughs> I ask you. Who's uh, who's the song with, Harrison? Okay, so me and I'll tell the I'll let the audience in on our inside little joke here. But yes, me and Ryan have a new uh, release coming out, uh, which should be. I don't know if he's listened to it yet. I sent it to him like six hours ago. He's refused to listen to it. I've not listened to it yet. Nervous? I didn't know it was coming out. Uh, it sounds very good. That's we'll what we like it. to hear. That's what we like to hear. Um, we're actually trying to do an album together. Which this is, is true. Uh, which is crazy. We're at three songs. So <laughs> Three. We only got five more to go. <laughs> So you guys should be hearing it, you know, drop in summer 2029. Yeah. <laughs> get at this rate. Get hyped. 2029 is going to be just. Uh, Damn summer 29. Damn summer 29. Yeah. I was going to say white boy summer like Chet Hanks, but that would probably not be appropriate here. <laughs> Half white. Our, our group is 75% white. So, no, really? Yeah, you're. I thought it's four out of six. Wait, are I'm you are you giving yourself that. half points? I'm giving myself half points. Yeah. Okay, so that's four point five out of six. Okay. Uh, yeah. on the white scale. Let me see. Don't, I know you don't need a calculator for this. I don't need, but I'm tired. Yeah, you're right. It's seventy five percent. Wow. Let's go. <laughs> Harrison, you're pretty good at math. I'm pretty good. I'm good at quick maths. I don't like when you have to like get in there analyze and all that stuff um, arithmetic arithmetic yeah I, yeah I don't like that i don't write anything i don't write the songs i don't do anything like that um so ryan speaking of arithmetic you're mm-hmm. uh i don't know have you told the fans what, what you're working on right now or is that a is that a secret or can you give like a little like not even saying it but like a something? yeah uh, i'll have a uh a football 
statistics article coming out somewhat soon. Maybe I'll post the link when it does come out. Talking about fourth down, decision-making from a math point of view. And it's pretty cool. It's, uh, it is very cool. I've heard about it. But we don't want people stealing it right now. So until it's ready. No, th- no, no one's going to steal it. But that's very funny. <laughs> but uh, it, it has to do with, uh, with statistics. So what does that mean? Like, well, I can give a little teaser. But basically, let's say you wanted to build a robot to tell you what to do on fourth down. Whether that's go for it, kick a field goal, and punt. Okay. The three options. So what you might do is say, let's make the decision which will lead to the highest win probability. So let's say on this play, going for it will give you a 65% win probability and field goal might be 62. Then maybe you'd want to go for it. Right? Except how do you know the win probability is 65%? And if you go for it. And how do you know the win probability is 62% if you could field goal? Is it, can I? Yeah, yeah take it. it. A, would it be, I guess, like past data? Yeah, so there's, yes, the answer is statistics and data. There's really two broad approaches. Uh, one is sort of what you were saying, is you take historical data. So you take the last 10 years of football, And you sort of say, in similar situations, how many times did the team with the ball win if they did this thing, sort of? Uh, And uh, and what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? And and this is what, if you go on Twitter and you see all those fourth down bots and all the recommendations, this is what those people do. What's wrong with that is there have only been 4,000 football games in the last 15 years. So you want to be able to tell the difference between a 0.65 and a 0.62, but your sample size is really small. And one of the things we've shown is that it's not enough data for you to achieve the required granularity to be confident that your numbers of 0.65 is actually bigger than 0.62. Margin of error is too big. Yeah, it just means like it's too hard to estimate win probability using that approach given the sample size. Yeah. Okay. Was that the teaser? And so yeah, that's that's a teaser. That's a teaser. So if any of that there's some more, but I, I know he's holding on to it. Yeah, there, there's more. There's, it's just a lot. It's going to be so the main part of the article is 25 pages, but the full article is like 65 pages. I don't expect you to read the full thing with the appendix. Mm. But obviously, if you just want to get your feet wet, you know, I could read 25 pages, 25 pages, is not that bad. I, I usually think 30 is my sort of my limit. I don't want to read anything more than 30 pages. I feel that like you, you don't want to go and watch a three hour, 40 minute movie. Yeah, this is a TikTok generation. Yeah, Killers of the Flower this... Moon. I'm, I'm looking at you. I do want to see that movie, though, because Leo... Do wanna... I do want to see it, too. <laughs> Leo is exception. But I will say, my dad said something that stuck with me for a long time. 
He says that if a movie's over two hours, he doesn't see it no matter what, because that means they didn't do a good enough job of editing and showing you what's actually important. I don't think that rule is true for everything. There's certain movies that were really long that I wanted to be longer. One weird, I think, uh, straight out of Compton. I, I really liked wanted that to be longer. Huh. I know that's a random pick. Uh, but that. I, it just felt like there, because straight out of Compton, so much happened and they were taking you from the start of NWA to like basically, I think, a little after Easy E's death. Um, but they had to like the pace of the the movie felt like because they had to like put in so many different things. Maybe they could have taken stuff out, so maybe it still is an editing issue. But uh, that movie, I don't, I don't, I don't know how uh how many people have seen it or remember it, but that movie definitely was uh, I enjoyed the whole time. I wasn't, I thought the pace was fast, but even though I was there for like three hours or whatever. I still very much enjoyed it. What's your favorite long movie? What's the minimum cutoff? Uh, 2.40. Maybe 2.30. Does Wolf of Wall Street satisfy? I think that counts. I feel like that's... Uh, here, I'm I mean, going to Jamie to pull it up real quick. Uh, Did you say Jamie? Yeah. What Did is that? Uh, it's our guy you don't even know your own staff ryan all right it's three hours long um three hours really okay so that's already that was already in my top five movies so there you go thank you sir yeah yeah i don't know me and my dad disagree sometimes yeah i just think blanket statements you should never you know Wait, isn't that a blanket statement? <laughs> You're a dirty man. <laughs> Never say blanket statements unless it's about blanket statements. Okay. Or, or blankets. What if I said, uh, or blank, yes, yes. Uh, you, even some of the, the controversial, I'm not going to go into the controversial ones, but there's always room for some, I don't know. I was gonna we could cut this part out. I was gonna <laughs> never mind. We're gonna know. There's only one cut this episode. And that <laughs> was when Nick had to step out. Sorry. <laughs> We've used our cut. We We've used our cut. They only pay their editor one dollar an hour. So uh it's uh I'm not getting paid enough for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> got other shit to do. He's got another job. Dude, you know what I have to do this week and next week? is I have to read two papers about the extreme heat wave of the Pacific Northwest from 2021. For climate change? For I'm doing some statistical consulting and that for some reason, well, for a reason that I'm not allowed to say, this individual is extremely interested in the Pacific Northwest heat wave of 2021. <laughs> so. Whoa, is it a celebrity? <laughs> not a celebrity but it may or may not be a lawsuit and yeah all right we, we don't have to get into it fully but that's that's what i'm up to for the next five days very respectable uh your co-host has just joined us again 
Nick, you've graced us with your presence. Sorry about that. Oh, I am a How- guest on the show. It's so rude. Did you scold your dog? Yes. The dog turns into is a lovely dog and turns into a psycho when my mom leaves. So mm. she pushed all the the food back. But I think she still went for it and she knocked over a water glass off the counter. She, I think she's okay. I checked her paws and her mouth and she's not cut up or anything. So You know what you could do is just take your mom's clothes and scent and just rub it all over yourself. I think that's how it works. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I have a crazy sense of smell. I mean, obviously, but you guys, you guys know Mark Rober on uh, YouTube? No. No. Okay, he's a science guy, but he had this, uh, he had these like bloodhounds. He was testing their scent and he, uh, what did he, he like, he like did a bunch of stuff to get rid of it. He uh, went to Berkeley campus, shout out Berkeley. Uh, and he like ran all through it, rubbed himself against everything and like chilled and then ran like miles away. And then the bloodhound found him in like 30 minutes. That's crazy. He wow. was in a, he was in his car in his parking lot. And the bloodhound found found him. That's crazy. Blood. Yeah. Pretty crazy. All I'm right. Crazy. Back to football. What a um, what's a good transition? Meaning like what was a lot can I just say like anything else? Any other things to talk about, or should we get into the bets and then we can go to whatever you want to talk about or the bets? I mean we're I, I think that question right there was a good transition. <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, Ryan. Anything else, or can we get into the bets? Uh, yeah. Let's just make these bets. I'm trying to redeem myself. Let's do right. it. You want to start? I think I that think- was a transition right there when you said, "I want to redeem myself," and maybe you should have just rolled with that. I just said, "Do you want to start, or should <laughs> I start?" Meaning, like. <laughs> I'll start because thank you, thank you, thank you. Because you didn't take the mantle. Uh, this weekend I'm going to be making three bets. I'm going to be going back to my original strategy from two weeks ago before I lost fifty dollars, where I'm going to make the ugly bets that you don't want to make. Okay. Okay. And I'm starting off with my favorite ugly team, the ugliest team of them all, the Titans minus one at home, coming off a buy against the falcons it says it all right there Solid truly day. disgusting fucking foul <laughs> truly you know, foul. the falcons had three fumbles in the uh red zone and they still beat the bucks who are not a bad team wow. they almost had four right because uh drake london's dive to the end zone where he fumbled the ball out but they said his his hand scraped the grass on the sideline. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw that, but they I didn't see they, it. Yeah. Arthur but, Smith is a bad coach. Go ahead. <laughs> we had, who's his quarter? Yeah, Desmond Ritter as a quarterback. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> just just look at that guy's mustache. But okay, I don't want to I don't want to make you second guess yourself because I want you to look fine. Okay, I'm either going to bet all $50 on the game or I'm going to spread it evenly on the following three games. With Sorry, Titans plus two games. Uh, Bears plus nine at Chargers. Do you realize that the Chargers fucking suck and they can't win any games 
by a large margin, and they usually just lose. I don't care if they just play the Chiefs, who are the best team in the league. The Bears, the Chargers do not deserve to be minus nine favorites over any team in the entire league. Give me the worst team in the league. Who is it? Uh, The Panthers. The Panthers. It should be Chargers, what, minus six against the Panthers, okay? Minus fucking nine. Get out of here. Are Plus, you a Herbert believer? I am a Herbert truther, but the numbers don't lie. This season, they have a good roster. They have players up and down the roster. They have good running backs. They have good receivers. They have a good defense, but they just suck. I can tell you why. And you're a believer in Badgett, right? I mean, Badgett's better than Fields. So that's all that matters. Fair enough. Plus, <laughs> plus the Bears' defense has turned it around. Yeah. Um, so it turns out Caleb Williams sucks too, so that's not going to save you. What do you know about Drake, man? Well, <laughs> the, the USC O line just got tortured by the the Utah D line, so I know nothing it's, about Drake. May. It's all about lines. All right, finally, give me the the Vikings minus one at the Packers. I like this one the least of the three, but the thing is, it's a one p.m. game. Kirk Cousins shines. In the 1 p.m. slot. That's not and... true anymore. That's not true anymore. You're not paying attention. Last week. Last oh, they did play on Monday night against 49ers. But he shines. This season, he shines in every game. Yes. Including 1 p.m. games. Uh, the Packers are just bad. It's not Horrible. a good football team. Dog shit. Jordan Love. Bad. Like Jordan Fantasy QB. Yeah. Jo- I don't like Jordan Love. He He needs to go. Yeah. It's his rookie year. Quote it's unquote. his fourth year in the league. It's quote unquote his rookie year, though. That's, uh, no, that's fair. All right, Harry, let's hear from you. What you got for us? All right. I got four bets. Um, so I've spread it out a little evenly. So first, oh, shoot. I don't even, I don't even remember who this team's playing. Hold up. But I know it's a good one. That's the kind of confidence that we like from you. Okay. All right. I have, it doesn't even matter who they're playing. I got Seahawks minus four against whoever. No, it's the Browns. And uh, so I'm going to take that one. I think I'm going to go a little meta here. I think the Browns won last week on some BS. And I think the league is out to make that right. So think- I'm, I'm going to bet Seahawks minus four. That's minus 110 for $15. Okay. Um, this one is is easy. You guys have been talking about it. Vikings minus one versus Packers, fifteen dollars. Uh, that seems ridiculous to me, unless there's some crazy injury that I'm unaware of, uh, or Aaron Rot or someone got traded to the Packers. Uh, Harry's hot pick of the week. I'm gonna <laughs> go for my home team against uh the crosstown rival. Giants plus two and a half, even for ten dollars over the New York Jets. The Giants have clearly been a bad clearly a bad bet, but okay. Terrible. The Giants yeah. have been looking really good recently. Uh, I think this is going to be a low-scoring affair. You'll see that in my next bet. Uh, Giants defense is insane right now. Uh, even though they're not ranked that well, just watch the last two games. They, I don't think the Jets are going to do. I think the Jets might score ten to twelve points. Uh, and if Tyrod Taylor is, this is sort of hinging on Tyrod Taylor playing, uh, which I think he is, 
I, I think they got that game. If Daniel Jones plays, I think they lose. If Tyrod mm-hmm. plays, I think they win. $40 million, dollar man. $40 million dollar man. Uh. And then uh, time for uh, pointers parlay of the week. It is the Giants and Jets under 37 points. I wouldn't be surprised if that game was like 15 to 10. Wow. Uh, combined with the Chiefs minus seven against the Broncos. I do not, that is going to be ten dollars uh i think that's going to be a blowout but you know we'll see the nfl has surprised us before but that seems like a pretty easy line to me i like it i like it thank you thank you all right i, am a, I feel like a copycat which is probably bad we're either all rise together or fall together like last week I have the Vikings minus one at the Packers. That line does not make any sense. I actually think the Vikings are kind of good. I think their defense is is better than last year because of Flores. And I think that the Packers suck, like we've said. And Kirk has won two games without Justin Jefferson, so why not make it a third? We're all going to lose that bet, by the way. That's causal. Yeah. Meaning... That's a causal. It's a causal effect. It's because Justin Jefferson is out oh, that the Vikings are good. I'm fucking dumb. Next, Jets Giants <laughs> under thirty-seven. Jets Giants yeah. under thirty-seven. Uh, this is the anti-New York state of mind bet because this game is going to be boring as fuck. But it will go under unless uh, Tyrod Taylor throws two pick sixes and. There and if I was taking a side, which I'm not, I would take the Jets for the record. Wrong. Next, Wrong. next, my last bet <laughs> will be the Niners minus three and a half at the Bengals. Now the Niners have lost two in a row, so they're pissed, and they're at home. And the Bengals, yeah, eh, not you know, it's just kind of been mid, and I think the Niners lay the fucking smackdown on this team. So Niners minus three and a half, and that's even on Bovada. So I'm loving that. Mm. I uh, I like all those picks except for the last one. I think uh, I think it's the Bengals breakout time, but we'll see. Who's the Niners losing three in a I'm row? I'm with Harrison. Just crazy. uh many reasons why. First of all, the Bengals are coming off a bye. Second of all, the Bengals have a great D line, and the Four Niners do not look like the same team in the last two weeks and the Bengals are going to be the best defense of any of those three teams so you're imagining this as a blip for the 49ers me and ryan think this might be an unraveling this might be real i mean i don't but i might take i might parlay that with the under if i really if i'm feeling free is it this like what is this? All this like, I might do this. I might do that. This is like the time to lock in your bets. Fuck you, Harrison. I'm parlaying that. With under <laughs> okay. 40 and no. half. You're right. Parlay. Parlay. Sea of Red. Thank you for calling me out. I need to step my game up. Not be so wishy-washy on the pod. And then place my bets right before. You know, let's fucking take a stand. I'm not like Ryan. Ryan does this bullshit all the time. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. All right. I'm making the three bets evenly distributed money. And Harrison, this is why they call you a beast. Yeah, beast. I, 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 I'm a, I'm a sheep herder. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, do we have anything else? 
let's hope for a bounce back week. Let's pray for Tyson Bagent and shout out to the beast, his father. Um, yeah. And most of all, don't the forget. Beast. The beast the never bet. forgets. The bet. You bet. Sweat. Sweat. And yeah. forget.